right. Hey, this is the Spark of Madness podcast. We're uh, back after several weeks off. Two weeks. Uh, yeah, two weeks because of this. Uh, don't talk of- about it or don't say the word. Oh, we, sorry, we will sorry. get we will get put in YouTube jail. We're, we're gonna we're gonna catch it. No, this is our attempt to do social distancing with uh, while still watching a movie, doing a podcast. I'm Matt. That's Ben with the green screen. Hi guys. Oh. Hey, it worked all right. <laughs> That's Aaron, and uh, we're joined by our frequent guest Wesley. Hey Wesley. Hi. I took social distancing very seriously. I'm 800 miles away. Hey, good job, Gary. <laughs> this is gonna be so good when it snaps to the random. Joke. Yeah, oh, snap. You know, Ben, when we did our, when we were doing our normal show, Aaron could like cut away from you. Now you have full control. Oh no, there is no plan for fixing this. Um, so this was supposed to be a flashback episode, uh, and we kind of adhered to that, although more so with the uh, the the availability of this movie that we're doing this week. But I think it's perfect because this was one that you, Aaron and Ben, our first year doing this, you brought up. Um, and that's Hook. Yep. Um, the script oh. of this movie is probably encoded in our DNA somewhere. Yeah. You get, how many? So I think a good place to start with a movie like this is we do it all the time. But for you guys, given how, how familiar you are with it, uh, how many times have you seen this movie? Roughly, Matt. I have no idea. I, I've seen it so many times. I saw it in the theater. Uh, this, so we, we had a, a fed friend group in college. It was myself, Aaron, Colin, and Chauncey. And we would quote only two movies to each other, Jurassic Park and Hook. That's it. That, that's all we would quote, like just for random <laughs> occurrences. There's so many good lines. There are. It, and it helps that Hook is really long. There's a lot of lines. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's Wesley, good. what about you? Uh, it was the second movie I ever saw in the movie theater. Um, I've seen it, uh, I don't know, dozens of times. Uh, my parents really liked it for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah, why would they? Um, but uh, interested to talk about how it feels revisiting it. Hmm. So for me, this is one where I'm going to lean on on you guys quite a bit because I'm, I'm almost more interested in uh, both how you felt about the movie when you first saw it young age and then uh as it's progressed i saw this for the first time i think last november really uh, i was trying to look up me texting you ben because i remember i texted you about it uh that i finally saw it but i couldn't find the thread but yeah i saw it for the first time uh oh yeah because uh i think you told you us got, too you, you have a girlfriend now that yeah is culturing you she yes that's right oh, this is this is yeah. to be placed on her shoulders okay I'm becoming an adult. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this no, movie's about. No growing up. I can't remember which with this movie. Stop this very it, instant, Matt. Exactly. Nail on the head. <laughs> um, so I guess who wants to give kind of like the overall print? Would you call this a sequel to the cartoon Peter Pan? It's I, a I sequel a to the book. Who, I have a friend who who wants to talk about it. Dude, I, 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 I'll, let me keep coming here. Come on. Oh, is this, is this it? I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the movie was stupendous. You know what it's rated? PG? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what be a pirate's favorite letter? R. 
No, laddie, it's the sea. <laughs> you know, I've never yeah. heard that one. Good job. Your mother was a hamster. That's it. <laughs> this movie, this movie, be a sequel. See, a sequel, I tell you, and it kind of a sequel to Disney's Peter Pan. If you look at the art direction and everything else. Oh, it's hot here. I think I got the scurvy of the corona. (laughs) (laughs) Quit touching your face. He's talking about the drink. It could go with a lime very easily. My ship's name, Corona. Ah, the the pearl of the sea. The crown. (laughs) (laughs) Look how we volley back and forth. We are a pair, you and I. I pirated nobody without a hat. <laughs> I like how he's like kind of balding a little bit. <laughs> Me hairline ain't what it used to be, lad. I the scared. The salty sea air. <laughs> Anyways, I say this is a sequel, Matt. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, I definitely think it's a sequel. I think it's set up that way, uh, and which I really appreciated. Um, I, you know, the way they set it up as this like real life. I think my favorite, uh, and we can talk a little bit more about, it, but my favorite aspect about this movie, and we talked about this with some of our other fantasy ones in January, is that this movie set starts in real world and then goes entirely imagination fantasy world it so doesn't it's the reverse talk. of he-man exactly which <laughs> i you know i hate and i know it's for budget reasons all this other stuff this didn't worry about this went for it with the the art direction and putting peter and everybody in the in the in neverland so i appreciated that hey matt did you know i read some some quotes from spielberg he thinks the only good part of this movie is when it's not in neverland I know. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> I don't be understanding why he hates the movie so much. Yeah, I don't understand either. I think he's just it's got... a very, it's a very polarizing movie. I don't understand why. I've never Wesley, understood. What do you that. think? Um, <laughs> so should I start with how I felt seeing it the first time, or like oh, as a kid? Boy. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah. start there because I, you know, now it's time to take a nap, kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patchy, or whatever your name is. <laughs> You were saying, Matt. I'm sorry. I just saw in the small screen. That guy off. Uh, this, is, this is the best. No, so it, getting back to topic, I guess. What? Start with you, Wesley. What did you guys think of this when you first saw it as a kid? So, okay, like I said, it was the second movie I ever saw in the in the theater after the first, which was The Rocketeer. And so I guess there was sort of a fantasy uh, uh, thing going on in that. 1990 1991 mm-hmm. um and there there's something to be said about you know how like good kids movies or good family movies are the ones that work for both where there's things that the kids aren't necessarily going to pick up on I... this has a lot more of that than i remember um like obviously it went over my head as a kid but there's mm-hmm. a lot more about two hours that... of the movie will go over your head as a kid Indiana yeah does? Lots of innuendos, lots of like really strange substitute chemistry teacher observations on all sorts of different things that I'm I'm interested to get into. But seeing it now as an I guess seeing it as an adult, 
Now it's hard to ignore those things. It's hard to see right. for me, for me personally, it's hard to see it the way I did then. Um, right. Like it, it, there's so much going on that like when it gets to the stuff that's exciting, I'm still like, what, what, what am I, what am I supposed to be taking away from this as an adult? It feels very muddled. Uh, okay. Whereas a kid, it felt very like escapist. <laughs> and, this and is thing. now a puppet stream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> sorry, I couldn't lost. resist. I went under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I hear what you're saying, and one of the things I was I was thinking about was, and I'd be curious for the rest of you too. But Wesley, did you? How did you feel about the original Peter Pan, the the Disney movie, the cartoon? I still love it. I know it gets a lot of flack for its insensitivity but it just seems like oh yeah uh it what i don't feel like it's man, i don't feel like man. it's yeah i don't feel like it's as bad as it's you know i feel like there's a it's it's more of a comment on a comment on the attitude rather yeah. than a comment itself on people well, you know what i mean i think it's very uh, insensitive to uh pirates yeah, yeah some you pirates know? are nice yeah the, the off, off marginalized pirates to be yeah. honest, I don't remember a lot of the Disney Peter Pan. It never stuck with me. <laughs> I mean, I liked it when I watched it, but I don't remember it at all, and I never watched it again. <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious because original cartoon, um, Hook is the comic relief and the bad guy. Right. In fact, the closest the char- there's a character that they that's really similar to him in a, in a future Disney movie that they created as a villain, and that's Clayton and uh, Tarzan. Bingo. Uh, the bad guy in that. Very similar drawn, very similar like screaming. And the, the voice actor is Hans Conrad, who's a gem and a pearl to this world. My brother does a good um, uh, impression to him of him he does, he does at the beginning. And I, I kind of do it too. He, he makes me laugh every time he does it. He goes, Oh, Nana. Oh, Nana. My poor father? No. <laughs> <laughs> I will codfish because so, he's the voice of the father and Captain Carter. Right, yeah, that's yeah. that's some Jumanji stuff right there. Oh, God. I will oh, say, God. as an adult, I, I really, really appreciate the performances in this movie for the most part. I do too. Did you know, I did too. But you know, really interesting little fact about uh, Peter Pan the cartoon. Uh, the um, I think it's one of the f- first or few they. They filmed the whole movie in live action. Yeah, uh, yeah. Were references. Oh, and the actors wore costumes and stuff. And so they kind of they did uh, some sort some form of rotoscoping in it as well when they fought and stuff. So there's shots of them in live action. Now they didn't build the sets, but they built like rudimentary like yeah. blocks and stuff to set on. And it's like that's what I want to see, Disney. I want to see all that stuff. I want to see all the like they did it with Alice in Wonderland. They did it with a lot of them. But that one in particular, they, there's like screen screen grabs of, of the film of them filming it in live action. So all the voice actors. What year was that? 1950 something. Late fifties. I think so. Late fifties. Because in the sixties awesome. is when is when it got the Xerox phase, yeah. and it, it was the quality went down. I don't know. It has a certain feel to it that's nice, but maybe that's just because we were young. Like if we looked at it now, it'd be like, look at those construction lines. This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's an interesting little fact, but yeah, the performances were great in this. When I was a kid, I didn't know that. I, first of all, I didn't know that was Dustin Hoffman. Mm. 
I didn't know who it was. I thought it was Captain Hook. How could you know it was Dustin role. Hoffman? He he looks like he's like six feet tall in this movie. Yeah, it's like the best <laughs> magical this special is effect his, in Hollywood history. He like completely disappears. Well, because because he's playing opposite of Robin Williams, who's just as short. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, I'm just saying, making oh. Dustin Hoffman look tall is probably the best visual effect in Hollywood history. <laughs> okay, so 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 Aaron, your experience of the movie, yeah, as an adult. And as a as a as a child, child, yes. Oh, that's just, that was the question. Just that statement. Okay. <laughs> yeah, much like what you guys said. When I was younger, I a lot of it flew over my head. <laughs> um, but <laughs> what there, what a kid could get out of that movie was still fun and and adventurous. And then you get all the little subtle puns and stuff when you when you get older and it becomes that much more satisfying i think very layered plus the what I think is what i think is interesting is that so i i watched it as an adult only i actually think and and i don't know i and maybe i haven't seen peter pan in a while and maybe i'm just thinking about this movie specifically about never growing up and all that something about it just seems like uh a message or something that would resonate with adults more, I guess. That's I what I was I, thinking when I was watching it this time. Is like I think this movie is more geared toward adults. adults. Well, absolutely, because the main theme from him is the main message is Peter Pan, the most childlike person out of all of them, the king of the Lost Boys and Neverland, has become the most adult in the very beginning. You know what I mean? And he doesn't have time for his kids. He hasn't time for anybody because he's so worried about everything else. And you listen, missing the simple things in life. I got that as a kid, and I got that as an adult. Yeah, I got that too. And I think that was the biggest message of him, but also the lesson of not becoming too much of like a child too. The balance of it, because he forgets that he's a father. He forgets all that other stuff until Tinkerbell has to remind him. So there's a lot of really wonderful themes and a freaking score. Yeah, it's one of the best John Williams scores ever. Johnny made. Williams knocked I, it out. I could be wrong about this, but I heard that it was a Peter, I think either Steven Spielberg or somebody approached John Williams and wanted to make an adaptation as a play. Right. Of, yep. of this. Musical. And a musical. And so the first number you hear was the first little bit that they made for the musical. We yeah. want to be like Peter Pan. We don't want to grow up. But I love that piano at the beginning. And it, and it sets the tone. It's just a kid's show. And it's someone playing the piano at a, at a play. One other thing I noticed in the art direction, people complain, oh, it's all sets. It looks like sets. Well, they, they did it on purpose because it feels like a play. Mm-hmm. It feels like a play. They're not going to shoot in location in real places in Neverland. It's a, it's a play. That's another so thing the, that bothered me. Uh, in in uh, Steven Spielberg's, like, like his spiel against his own movie is that, oh, it's, everything's on sets. I wish I could have done it today where it's all digital. And I'm like, no, don't no, do that, please. Oh. No. This is what makes it good. Yeah, I agree. He said he it's said charming. he would he said if today he would have made Jaws, it wouldn't be as good because he would have shot the shark digitally. Like this is what makes it good. And this to me, like, it doesn't even look like blatant sets. It looks good to me. It does. I love it. I I, I and people it's a very polarizing movie. It's people very, are just then, stupid. That's all. I don't understand why I don't understand why he doesn't like it. I could understand saying that the movie is a little bloated, but that's it. See, I think it's a little muddled. Like I, you, you made a good point and kind of made me think about it a little bit differently, Ben, when you said that there's like a complexity to it, to where it's like, yes, this, but not too far, and that it feels like, to me, it feels like they're 
and on top of it being thematically a little muddled for me personally, it feels like there's multiple scripts that they may have like merged together. Absolutely. Oh, you get that as well as well? No, I'm just saying I know that for a fact. Oh, is that true? I don't yeah. know. It for the a movie's fact. gone through several rewrites because they tried it, to make it in the eighties too. Okay. Well, there's just for for example, the fact that there are two roles for each Bob Hoskins and um Dustin Hoffman feels like they were going they were there was something who else Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, I don't I'm the I'm, pilot of the plane. <sighs> Wait. Um, we never saw that though. But you hear his voice. His his voice. Yeah. I can oh, now that I'm playing yeah. it back in my head, I think there's something to I've that. I never knew that. That's yeah. crazy. And he says something that like he said there's something in what he says that's alluding like all I remember is like, for oh, the remainder of the flight. And he's the he's the cap he, I think he says like this is your captain speaking. And uh, you're supposed to be like, uh, oh, that's, that's good. I like that. This is your um, Don't try to stop me this time, Cap Co pilot. Don't you uh, dare try to I'm stop. nose diving. But <laughs> you, you made me think of it a little bit differently, Ben, in the sense that like you made me think of it a little bit differently. That, like I felt like there each different version of the script had a different thing in mind, and the movie got both of them. But maybe it is a little bit more like what you said. It's about finding a balance between adult. That's exactly what I got. Is it because it feels it feels like there's a theme for children to take away, but there's also the one for adults to to take away. And I feel like the one for kids he nailed, but the one for adults he was like, I'm not really sure what I'm trying to say. Um, I don't know. It's more of just an don't grow up, but don't stay a kid. It's easy. I, I uh, <laughs> I'm a Toys R Us. I think. Robin Williams was the perfect Peter Pan. I absolutely See, I, agree. I, I, I didn't get that. I felt I was watching this and was like, this should have been Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I and somebody said this to me. They were like, it's weird that they cast um Robin Williams, this living cartoon character, and they're like, All right, now be a weird adult for the first you He know, did hour a great job. He's a really good adult. He's a great actor. What's, he what, is. I agree what, with that. But why, it why it works, weird. No, why it works. Why it works. Why it works. Typing Michael Keaton? Why, why it works is because he's a child. He's a, he's a child. He's got a childlike heart. Like, why it works is yeah. Peter Pan captures the essence of a child. And the most childlike performer and artist of our of our living, living mind right now was Robin Williams. I can think of and, no one else. And he's warm. When he emotes, warm, you, you connect to him, you love him, you root for him. You mean, there's something inviting about him that you love, you know, and you don't want anything, like, you feel the good. There are a few people more personable than him. I'm just saying, I think you can understand from an audience perspective, if you're going in and you're like, hey, Robin Williams is going to play Peter Pan, you go in and then you're like, wait, what am I watching for yeah, the first hour? You're right. They should have got Pacino. <laughs> Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my... <laughs> These are my children. You know who my happy watch. thought was? It was you. <laughs> he would have been an interesting hook. Gonna fight me. And then uh, De Niro. <laughs> De Niro would have been Aaron. Hook. <laughs> Aaron, you could probably tell me this. You want to come onto my ship? You talking to me? <laughs> talking to me? Yes, Wesley. Uh, is it true? I read. I'm peeking. Um, are you? Is it true that? Dustin Hoffman was the secondary casting to uh, Jeremy Irons? I don't believe that. I think he was attached from the very beginning. Okay. Cause I, I think thought, it, the, I, the role was written for him as far as I know. Oh, really? Yeah. I had, I had read somewhere that it was originally Jeremy Irons and then he dropped out. I could have seen that, but Dustin Hoffman is too good to, to want to switch. But this is and, this is not Dustin Hoffman that anybody is familiar with. Like mm -hmm. that, there's This was definitely a like, oh, whoa. 
wow. Like, yeah. step back. I, I, was, I was really surprised and impre- impressed. I very much, I as much His as voice. I like much as I like Robin Williams, I thought Dustin Hoffman stole stole. Yeah, he really did. And Bob, and Bob Hoskins too. Oh yeah, yeah Bob Hoskins is amazing. Together was a great. Well, and also, I mean, I felt like this entire movie, you know, as Aaron put it, it was like, uh, "Grow up, but don't be too much of a don't be too much of a kid," or however you phrase it. Like, it's a pretty simple message, but the the path they took to get there, and especially how they. It took almost two and a half hours. Yeah, I mean, it's long, but I mean, they they went down two paths and the path they took with Captain Hook to make him, uh, you know, wanting like the way he's going to destroy Peter Pan is to to, uh, convince his kids to like him more. Like, I was not (laughs) expecting that at all. The baseball scene was amazing. Yeah, it was. I thought that was... Run home, Jack. Run. No, no, no. Turn it around. <laughs> he shoots the guy stealing second. <laughs> he stealing second. Bad form. It's so, it's so. It's it's, so, it's ridiculous, like, that, but it works. Well, yeah. that, it's, a, it's, it. it's a call back to the original Peter Pan when he's getting a shave, like Captain Hook, he's getting a shave. And like he, he, you hear that guy singing, Oh, I play it. It's life. It's a wonderful life. I he's hanging that. over the scene and he's like, Oh, and he takes the gun and, <laughs> and you hear a splash. And it's like he just killed the guy. You know? <laughs> That's why the, 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 this is one of the reasons that I feel like the apt comparison to Hoffman as Hook is Heath Ledger as the Joker is A, it's a transformative role. But if Twitter had existed in 1990 and people who love People would have been outraged. They would have been like, hashtag not my hook. You know, like, not my Captain Hook. Same thing, and then same thing with Michael Keaton. But, and, and what Aaron said, it was exactly what I was thinking this time with the uh, his way to defeat Peter Pan in his own, internally is to be, to, to change his children's mind about him. That's exactly one of my favorite Joker storylines is White Knight, where he's like, I'm going to be beat Batman by being a better hero than Batman. Hmm. Or that I and that hmm. that was exactly what I thought of watching this. I was like, oh, that is an interesting way. Like rather than making him like I'm going to do this, whatever you know, uh, typical movie villain thing, it was like, oh, that's way more emotional. That's way more interesting. And so, they they did it in a very the scene where Bob Hoskins essentially gives him the idea. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very lot like to, there's a bunch of uh, if I remember just in general with the runtime, but specifically <laughs> it plays out uh, like it's a long scene, but it's all really funny. Like he goes and puts his shoes in this, in the, just the, like, apostrophe. Yeah, the suicide scene. All same shoes. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of really good comedic bits in there to, to get to the point where Bob Hoskins, it's kind of like Mr. Burns, like thinking yeah. his idea when it really wasn't. To, Sme- to is do. Smithers. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, is it just me? Because watching it, I got very. There's undertones to that, right? To that relationship. No, or is it just only me? if you really want there to be. It's just, you, I just, it's just you because 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 when the very beginning because you like dudes. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> no, no I, thought, I thought it was interesting. No, it's not. It's just you because the beginning. <laughs> it's, the beginning is like when he's. Which, first of all, let's, let's talk about this and I'll get to my point. Uh, what's awesome about Steven Spielberg, especially back then, he waited. He waited. He didn't, he didn't, he wanted like the, the, the build up to see Hook. It's like, boy, the payoff when he comes up, you know, you, you, 
when they first you get the remnants of him, they talk about him. You know, they see they see him in the in the, in the painting, the stained glass you, window. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the, in the, no, in the painting. There's and, a painting. And the, the painting of the pirates. All right, and you hear like when he, before he enters, and then afterwards when they come back and they see all the the, the, the line, the hooks, and everything yeah. all torn up. Yeah, such a good setup. And then like him presenting the hook, 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 hook. You know, and then. The whole da, 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 everything, the theme, everything. It's so good. I remember humming that for being loving that as a kid and so loving it as a as an adult. But when it, the sequence when Bob Hoskins carrying the hook, put your faces on, ladies. Sneeze coming. <laughs> so, so, so there's there's um It's both serious and that. funny at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Well well See, I got I got, I thought it was intentional. Because there are so many other undertones in the movie, with like, like little innuendos, like you said. But I, I thought it was playing. I thought it, you didn't see the under like the innuendos in the movie. I didn't see the undertones with him and the Hook. Oh, uh, with Shmi and Hook. Yeah. Oh, I did. I thought that well, was well, kind well, of the point. I well, thought that well, was kind of the point of the. I thought that was sort of the point of the the wenches, as you said, like, you know, kind of obsessing over Shmi. It was that. They were implying like they don't know that he's otherwise in, his his interests are other otherwise. Guys, I think uh, Wesley's just not used to having wenches thirst after him. I mean, we all do. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. It's pretty uh, normal. Fair. Um, but especially <laughs> that scene, true. I was just yeah. like, oh, I like. True. And the thing that it made me think of was the producers. Like it felt like that kind of uh, uh, relationship with the 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 play director and the. I didn't think. I think. He, I think he's more of his handler. Yeah, I never got those vibes. Yeah. I got a childlike vibe where, yeah. like, it's the kid on the oh, playground who's the boss, yeah. and the other kid who's waiting on him. Interesting. And I, and I, I thought it was just I, one of the sort of themes that Spielberg was. Yeah, the gay theme is really important to Peter Pan. Yeah, I'm sure he was worried about that in the, the 90s. But 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 um, I, he I, works I, in I, Hollywood, man. <laughs> you are you are peeking a little bit. But, um, uh, yeah. Turn um, no, don't turn it down. You'll be fine. The uh, I do love that scene. He goes, "Oh, not again! <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again!" With the uh... no, Wesley, that's way too low. Way too low. <laughs> How about that? Perfect. Way too high. Okay. Uh, okay. What was the other line before? Not again. Are are you? Are you getting dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and stop me. Try and stop me. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a pity. I just had an apostrophe. Yeah, I've got an apostrophe. <laughs> like this, this such well. It's so well written. It's so Hoskins is very good in this. I was going to ask you guys, having seen it many more times, and you talked about quoting it, Ben. What is the? If you had to pick one, what is the most? What is your favorite line from the movie? The thing you quote the most. I have an answer after his. You go first. Well, Ben, you always do the the the. You know what my happy thought was. Yeah. Line. You've been doing that to me for over a decade. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what my happy thought was? It was you. And it, and it, makes, me, <laughs> and it makes me all fuzzy inside every time. Yeah, it was. The moment I think of most isn't very quotable. 
It's just the visual of when he says, like, draw your weapon, and he just takes out his checkbook. It's like, <laughs> how much? It's like, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, draw your weapon. What about you, Aaron? What were you going to say? Uh, well, no, I, 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 my answer was what Ben's answer would be. As, oh, oh, okay. That's your, no, that's your answer. You take is it. it? I, well, then I have Bring a different answer. I, I hate, I hate Peter Pan. Not that's a bad really impression. Um, I, I have to so say that entire say, scene with, with Smee and Hook really stuck with me. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to say just the, the line that you guys quoted for, three years before I saw the movie that I just, that stuck with me the most up until I saw it. And Will for, and then, and then we it, all record it again. It, yeah. <laughs> it, the, uh, um, you're doing it, Peter. Oh, yeah, you're you're it. playing that with is, us, Peter. You're doing it, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew what it was. Colin does that one a lot. Yeah. Colin does it. You're doing I, it, Peter. So you I, fruit, loot, food, dude. Not to bring everything down, I will say that the the food, the imaginary, imaginary food eating scene. That's was a stand probably out. My least, it was my least. Oh, really? I thought that was very pivotal. Really yeah, it good. was. It was. That's very, As a kid, I loved it. That's a very depressing I, answer, Matt. I didn't think this is one of the spots where I can understand a little bit Wesley's my like where it's mud, muddied a little bit. That scene, I didn't quite understand. I didn't know if, like, they really were. For a second, I thought they were just, like, literally starving. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the boat. Stop the boat. Tinkerbell says the line You can't be Peter Pan if you can't pretend to be Peter Pan. She says it. That's the point of the scene. I love it because it's. it's Like, no. Uh, you know, like figuring out the matrix. It's like his first, oh, he's going through all these trials and he finally, that little bit of like, oh. Peter like, Pan's fighting Neo. Well, <laughs> well what, what's good about it compared to movies today, especially like the Star Wars trilogies, the new ones, is that it shows how he's trained, they're training him to be Peter Pan again. Yeah, like, and it's and more and important than just the sword and, fighting. And he's, yeah, he's and he's struggling. But that, I mean, you feel like, oh man, this guy's never going to get it, mm-hmm. and that that was the the pivotal moment of like him figuring things out a little bit. You know what I mean? More important than that was yeah. him figuring out the insults. That's very yeah. Peter Pan. Yes. Yeah. It, right. I forgot about that. I forgot. <laughs> Yeah. Stupid man. Stupid stupid man. What, what was that? The, the one that makes me laugh is where uh, Peter Pan, Robin Williams says. Uh, Substitute chemistry teacher as an insult, yeah. and one of the other guys is like, "Come on, Rufio, hit him back." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Rufio, math why tutor, don't you go suck on a dead dog's nose. <laughs> <laughs> I love that for some reason. And fud, fud, butt. Uh, uh, he makes his ball. own cheese in this movie. Did you see that? Yeah, he took. That's when he took a bite of. <laughs> it's got and his then it face and name printed on it. it. Is a big mouth is coming out of it. He makes his own head cheese. So when I remember that when that scene happens, like, what is this food? Like, why is everything so colorful? Why like, is everything this... covered in frosting? Yeah, it's like this looks amazing. I want some of that. Whatever it is, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, it was just like, what the heck? It actually reminded me a little bit of uh, uh, Santa Claus movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> that, that, like the way that looked. Yeah, everything was like, it looked oh. like the frame itself could give you diabetes. <laughs> the, um, uh, one of the things that did hit me the exact same as it did when I was a kid was how awesome the scene looks um, where they're honoring Wendy. Yeah. And it's all lit by those tabletop yes, lamps. It's very like, dimly lit, but it comes across very well. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is some really cool throwback kind of really silver screen Hollywood cinematography. Do you think the song that the little girl sings and that his daughter is from the, the play that they wrote? That originally? that was what I had read. It's uh, so it's really good. John Williams is amazing. The, the, John Williams makes this movie. This is I think if you break it down and I could be wrong, this is one like a single movie that has the most themes in it that he's ever written, I think. You think so? Hmm. It, Star Wars is a lot, but what, Star Wars adds on to it. Like the, right, yeah. Um, the, the three movies don't count. He, yeah. uh, I read that he finished the entire thing. They've just never done it. Hmm. Oh, it seems weird. You think that with this really nostalgia age we live in, they would have been like, all right, hook the musical Broadway. Uh, I was very lucky a couple of years ago to see John Williams here in Indianapolis, and hmm. they open up with... You'd think that they would ignore that, but I'm glad they did it. You can hear the little bits of Harry Potter in it, which I love. Or Harry Potter, you can hear the bits of Hook. Well, you know what I mean. No, no, I don't. I think you should say it backwards. Yes, and Home Alone. I mean, yeah, Home Alone. Talking about Hurdy Pooper in our Hook stream. Wait, what are good pictures? His hat keeps falling off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! It wasn't me. This hat. So, <clears throat> last what was the point of the RGB mermaids? Uh, you you don't like getting kissed by mermaids? Is that what almost? I just wondered. They rescued him. That's that's about the, the long and short of it. Yeah, yeah. They put him in that little that shell that lifts him up to the top of that mountain right. so he can fall down again. Yeah, I just wondered what the. It seems a little extraneous, but it's very Peter Panish to have it, mermaids. It is very like, Peter Panish, but the the, the how are they getting out of the pirate ship? Like, that's no, I, I don't mean the fact that they're there. I just meant like what are like as a kid, I get it. Like what I mean, like he nailed this from a kid perspective. But when you're watching it as an adult, you're like, what are you trying to say? Admittedly, I would have cut that scene for time. It's yeah, not, but, yeah, it but it's like, what is his? What is he trying to I say? There's a burgeoning it. sexuality thing in this movie, definitely. Like puberty and uh, like little bits of themes of that. Can we but, talk about Tinkerbell? Yes, uh, we can. Absolutely. We yeah, can. that that has been a subject yeah. that has intrigued me in this movie for a while. I, I think that's the first time I ever like thought, like when I was little, like Tinkerbell's cute. You know, like his little kids. <laughs> I want to stroke yeah, her like, wings. Yeah. <laughs> nice legs. You have very uh, nice legs. You ooh. remind me of my mother. Julia Roberts. <laughs> yeah, that was her in her prime. Do you think it mm. was uh, unnecessary to have the the Tinkerbell love subplot? Because I'm no, not sure. Because it's, 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 it's because it's in the. Uh, they use it to I'm remind him that he that he has a family ho- at home. Yeah, that's it, what it, it, it was. It, it that... does, but also it's true to the lore. Well, she's she's the person that kind of transports him there the fact that he would reject her this very obvious and the fact that he could shrink down to her side like all of those things i think it works is this one of like okay hold correct me if i'm wrong but is this the one time in human history that a girl was friend zoned (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's funny (laughs) 
Oh, no. I think you'd be right. <laughs> Wait, no, Spider-Man. You don't friend zone Julia Roberts. No, probably You're not. Right. The, um, so what works about that, too, yes. Goes to when she's got a mouth um, that big, you got to go for it. Uh, <laughs> it uh, I'm trying to turn moves on. Hold on, let me you mean this on. big. <laughs> um, what works is also the lore of it because she did not. She was always in love with uh, Peter Pan, the whole, like in the original uh, book. The book and Wendy and Peter Pan. Wendy. Yeah, yeah. They did that in the cartoon a little bit too. Now that I think about it, didn't they? And let's talk, like the let's jealousy, talk. the jealousy yeah. thing. Yeah. And there's another Harry Potter ripped off. Is 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 Maggie Smith, right? Yeah, uh, she was like 53 in this movie. She never, she always looks old. She's yeah, she's like 50 old. something. She's never changed. She's Heaven. always looked old. Her and Angela Lansbury. Heaven forbid they give her skin like the the stretching steam treatment and give her a wig that's gray. Uh, I mean, so saying, you become a pirate. <laughs> we're right, we're hitting that time. The last thing I was going to ask you guys, just because it, thinking about the the type of movie and the 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 type of show this is, is. <laughs> is uh even this is a flashback this is an older movie 1991 um for one do you think this movie would it's on netflix do you think it would resonate with modern audiences i guess or does it have a place um, uh, I don't and, know. and how however you feel about it, what do you think is the the main takeaway i have an this? answer i have an answer yeah. for this um i think it will resonate with current audiences at least in line with the ratio that it's polarizing to older generations, you know what I mean? So anybody that would have been receptive to it 20, 30 years ago would be receptive now. Okay. Um, I, I think there's going to always be a subsegment of the population that is uh, dumb and doesn't like it, but it's going to happen. Uh, it's funny because all the live-action adaptations of Peter Pan after it have been terrible. Awful. Garbage. Peter Pan, the Peter Pan movie with What's-His-Name is a great villain bad the jason one with, yeah jason isaac's bad but, he, but uh it's just too too much produced too produced um the um, jackman right wasn't Hugh this jackman movie considered overproduced in its time yeah but i'm talking about in terms of like the saturation of all this digital effect that they're in a green screen. okay okay yeah that's, that's that's what i mean like it's, it's it's not there's no charm to it uh there's something timeless about this i had real mad paintings i mean for crying out loud those matte paintings are incredible they're three D. They do like a little texture on it. Yeah, it's really, there's a cool technology. I love those use. those wide shots of the whole island and the, the compass road yeah. is actually in the water. <laughs> yeah, that always got cool? me. It's I true. agree with what you're saying, Ben. This one, while I'm not exactly sure, and obviously Steven Spielberg's not exactly sure what he was trying to say with this movie, it had something to say. It dug into deep things. Those other ones, they're just <laughs> surface level movies. Yeah, there's uh, nothing yeah. under it. Like so, they have nirvana songs in them like <laughs> this I, this, yeah. this does something more like it's complex because, and interesting because they have john williams in your back corner that's always good that's yeah, true you always and want him payoff is great him paying him being finally becoming peter pan the payoff is awesome i agree with that uh, and hook reveal is awesome yeah and the, and there's a tragedy rufio dies you know in it. spoiler and and <laughs> and it's got uh, julia roberts it's got julia roberts it's got so <laughs> There's a it's 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 a complete movie. Like I, I think it's heavy. I would have I to agree. It's very hard hitting. The thing for about this for me that I think would re not only resonate right now but also 
but also specifically right now is that it kind of has this, uh, uh, well, for one, he's very distracted. Like that's a theme that was clearly like, Oh, cell phones are just now like a big deal. Now we have even more technology. The idea that somebody would not be paying attention to the people around them and being present and enjoying Hold on, Mora. I got to check Twitter. Yeah, I think that's like a very recognizable idea for people to to latch on to. But then also it's... I was a poop dick up there. I think Peter Pan and the idea of like never growing up and it's this... In this case, it's almost rejection. Yeah, can of, I get two pies, one pepperoni, escapism. one cheese? <laughs> <laughs> Which you guys clearly don't. I'm listening. I'm listening. We're visual representations of your point. <laughs> I'm absolutely listening. I'm so present. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you say present? <laughs> I have no other thought other than I think the idea of... <laughs> both whatever age group you are, the idea of like imagining like getting away from your problems or like feeling like you're, you're tethered to them. Even I think that's something that regardless of, you know, 30 years later, would still have a uh, resonance with people. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what people think of it now. I I know that my brother, you know, he has kids and stuff and he shows them all these old movies and they love it. I think as they, because they're influenced. I mean, heck, <laughs> my, my brother, right, my brother, but but. I think kids are a little better than we give them credit for. Like my dad tells me that my nephew watches Buster Keaton with him and loves it. So I mean, it can't be that bad for younger kids these days, you know. I think you guys, I think we've officially hit the point where um, we made Wesley leave. Wesley? Oh, he's gone. Why did he go? Where Where did you go? To Neverland. <laughs> he, went, he, he went to Neverland. <clears throat> Should we invite him again, or he's got the link? Maybe yeah. he'll hop back on or something. So let, In the meantime, so, yeah. should we give our number ratings? Yeah, let's start. Maybe we'll go slowly, and hopefully he'll show up. Well, let, let, let's talk about this first before we get the number ratings. Okay. Let's see if Matt can name all the cameos in it. Oh. I saw this. I didn't rewatch it, so I'm not going to be good at this. Okay, so, so we've told you, you one important one. I just know Glenn Close because you brought it up a thousand. Who, who is she? Who is she? One of the pirates. Oh no! Not almost all the, the cameos pirates. are one of the pirates. So <laughs> that's true. I had a, I had a, Do you uh, remember the pirate that they, yes. put the, they put in the boo box? He looked very feminine. That's Glenn Close. I remember seeing her. Oh, no! no. <laughs> okay, yeah. and then, there's, then there's also... Um, Phil Collins. Phil Collins, who was the detective. The right. Beginning. Then there was also, what is it Crosby? Uh, from Crosby, Stills, and Nash? I didn't know What's that one. Or, 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 yeah, he was one so, of the Something pirates. Crosby, I remember Save reading me, it. daddy! That's him? <laughs> is he the same guy that gets uh, the nut shot from Thudbutt? I think so. Yeah. I can't believe I, I, can't believe I remember this. I can't believe I remember that. Save me, Daddy. It's a line so in the script. And then uh, this person and then, gets And a, then Crosby uh, gets a nut oh, shot. <laughs> Give me a white on that. Um, <laughs> uh, what happened to Wesley? Get him back on. Yeah, Wesley, what happened to you, boy? I, um, there's nothing I can do. We can edit, edit it. And, and then there's, okay, then there's, uh, who else? Then there's... Uh, 
George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, they are the kissing couple on the bridge. Wesley, are you messaging us? His computer just shut off. Okay, I'll tell him to just write down his number rating. Continue, Ben. Number rating, and we'll 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 say it out loud. Well, I'm not the one talking. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, 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 (laughs) What other cameos? Quickly. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. There's a. I can't think. Do you, do you know any other cameos? I, you're the expert, man. I only knew uh, Glenn Close, hey, Phil Collins, Carrie Fisher, and George Lucas. That's all I knew. I'm going to just read my... I'm just going to say my rating. Do you have let's a treatment? Just, let's, yeah. <laughs> Hook movie uh, cameos. Hold on, hold on. Here it is. I, uh, okay, we'll wait. In total silence. Same thing. Cameos, cameos, cameos. Uh, we're gonna leave this all in. But, uh, no. Leave that in too. It's very important. All right, this this is not all. I'm just fine. Uh, this is not an exhaustive I list. I, I don't have it. I don't. I, it's, 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 <laughs> oh, here we go. I am to be. I got it. I got it. I got my promise this time. I got it. Okay, here we go. The kid, uh, Robin Williams became best friend of George. George, George, George. Did you know that Robin Williams is in this movie? So the kissing couple of, who begin floating is George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Yes, yes. I'm back. Maggie good. Smith. Good for you. Oh, we're talking about we're talking about all the all the all the characters. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Gwyneth oh Paltrow. yeah. I always yeah, forget yeah. about her. Yeah, yeah. She's a kid. She's young Wendy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Roberts was nominated for a Razzie Award. What? what? She was great. She was just fine. Julia Roberts was nicknamed. That's a hard Tinker, role. Tinker Hell because she was so difficult to deal with a reaction to her working conditions of solitude and, and green screen. So she was just on a green screen most of the time. And Steven Spielberg was like crapping on her the entire time or something. You mean she's not that small? Wow, you, you, I didn't realize that you were that funny, Wesley. I, I've misjudged you. Let's do our ratings, guys. Okay. <laughs> Who wants uh, to go first? The word bangerang is actually a Jamaican slang for uproar, disorder, and disturbance. Wow, they're anarchists. <laughs> okay. How about Aaron I go first? Go. Aaron, go first. Okay. Uh, the main thing of what I want to say is how well I think this movie holds up after... Has it been 30 years? 30 years. 29, 30 years? 29. We've been away from Neverland for so long. For for such a a, a movie, it, and much like we talked about where we do lines from Jurassic Park as well, it's it's in the same boat of movies that have aged so well, uh, especially this, the the performances and the the visual look. Everything holds up so well, and it feels like I'm watching it for the first time every time. And it's a definition of timeless. Very timeless. Uh, I would give this movie a seven out of ten. It's not the not a perfect movie. I think it's a little overstuffed, but I can't think of many things to take out. So I don't even know if that's a valid criticism. Just the mermaids. Uh, the yeah, part, just... w- the part, the part goes. I like it as an adult, but the part with him uh, talking about like his history goes a little too long for kids. Like when he's like thinking about, I was in a baby carriage, and the baby carriage flew away. She abandoned me. You know, no, no, he said he ran away, which always got yeah, me weirded like, out. Like, so I was like, Did you really think that? Did you? <laughs> he, has a, he has a joystick in there. <laughs> Victory is mine. Oh, green screen. But that is my rating. Who wants to go next? 
Wesley, go. Is Wesley frozen? That's hilarious. No, he, 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 <laughs> Wesley. Wesley, what? get a better computer. Yeah, get a better computer. You were like this. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. I fell in the toilet. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes my opinion. <laughs> Bone saw is ready. Bone saw. <laughs> yeah. right, well, Wesley, you what's your rating? What's your rating? Seven out of ten. Hmm. Can you can you care to expound on that or? Yeah, I think it's I I do think it's muddled. I do think that there's like some uncertainty on Spielberg's part of what he's actually trying to say. Um, I think that there's definitely some script issues because, of, like you said, there are multiple scripts um, that you're like, wait a second, now what am I supposed to think? And I know you should dismiss some of that as just fanciful, you know, like yeah, the, um, uh, especially the ending. Um, the rules of this movie make it pretty easy to to deflect on on criticism, I would say. Right, but but there's something about it. There's something Magical. exactly like you said, timeless about it. Mm -hmm. It's masterfully made. Um, one of the things that I noticed is how shaky a lot of the dolly shots are, and then I decided that I think that's completely on purpose. You think so? Uh, I do. I do think like is like Ben was saying. There's supposed to be this like play aspect of it. Um, they're supposed to be this like it's supposed to feel like uh, you're really there unrefined um, quality because it's only happening during certain times where I'm like why is it so shaky and then it cuts back what, to which part? I don't even remember. a lot of the parts where he's um, when he first goes to Neverland like all of the dolly shots are really like they feel that's just showing him being on shaky footing that's exactly <laughs> and I didn't get it but then later no you're you're completely right come on I was later, BSing the shots are locked down um, maybe I'm was, maybe I'm joke right. No, I think you are right. That's what I got from it. I made it that just up stops. on the spot. How could that be right? <laughs> I think I think you're right. That's what that's what I got from it because this it is does like when you write a, a bullcrap poem in high school and everybody thinks it's good and you're like, no, it's not. Yeah, I did this for English class in five minutes. Oh, it's really great. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop calling me a genius. Thank you. No uh no it does just stop at a certain point and you're like oh okay when he starts getting more comfortable you're like okay it's not shaking as much because it doesn't feel like handheld camera it feels like a bad dolly mm. and i guess that makes sense okay but yeah no i enjoy i enjoy it it's an enjoyable experience there's things that i would cut out of it for sure um there are parts that feel overly long other than the mermaids things... what would you cut what would i cut a lot of the um just like the not manic the uh like peter being a there there are lots of moments that feel like they're like okay yeah we got this in the last scene but now he's doing it again okay you know I mean? like they're really doubling down on him being like a tight ass okay um especially with his son there's a lot of stuff with the son where it's like yeah i got that from the last line yeah i suppose like there's his a few son of those throwing the, in the, movie. the ball at the ceiling yeah although that same scene. I don't mean like entire it, scenes. I mean like yeah. shortening scenes. Okay, you would you would just cut a couple of frames here and there. Yeah, like like beats. Yeah, I understand. It's very long. You know, so, I don't remember being so long as a kid. Yeah, but, I yeah. agree. It never felt very long to me as a kid. <coughs> um, and as an adult, I don't think it's that long. Love the giant crocodile. I'll put that out there too. <coughs> Love it. I got me too. I gotta say this. Awesome. I gotta say this. Um, I love this movie. 
it's one of the, my favorite movies. I have a lot of big childhood memories uh, of it. Like I said, you know, me and my brother Jacob loved this movie when my uncle took us to see us, took us to see it with him uh, in the theater. It was such a special memory because I remember getting Donald's hamburgers before. Nice, nice. But uh, little, little, like all those little things. And I just remember it's like, da, 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 da. we just loved it. And we felt really special because you know, like we were chosen by our uncle to, to watch that. Uncle Joe, and uh, it was one of the first. Like I remember getting a DVD player for the first time. I had the Matrix, <laughs> and and I, I bought Jaws, and I bought Hook. <laughs> I bought Hook. It was my first. Well, that'll, that'll cover you for a whole month. Yeah, and I love, <laughs> and I love, I love it. I think the music is amazing. I think I think John Williams makes like I think they're they're very much symbiotic relationships where it's like you got perfect marriage between a director and a film composer that let them um, let them thrive off each other. You know I mean, you have someone that the, in, in Steven Spielberg that admires and loves John Williams and says, here's your playground. And you have someone who they just, they have such a good vibe with each other. And it wasn't until John Williams met Steven Spielberg until John Williams became John Williams. He made a lot of stuff before, but he, he like, he let him loose. You know, because he knew how good he was, and that was like what, what Jaws when it was first started. But that was the second movie they made together. But, but and like, there's only like two or three movies in his history, two, later in life, that Steven Spielberg has not made a movie with John Williams. And I think oh, it's because yeah. by like timing and stuff. But, yeah, they were already committed to uh, something. Yeah, and it was like later in life, like just recently, because John Williams is not as uh, he's not as young as he used to be. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not a surprise. He's AI one of them. No, AI was one of them. Um, he did. Was, John Williams it, did AI. Mm-hmm. Oh. He did AI. He did. A, he did every Steven Spielberg except for like two. Oh, uh, I think he didn't he do did. uh, what was Ready that? Player One. He didn't do Ready Player One. Yeah. And he didn't. That do was one. Uh, Alan Silvestri. Yeah, and he didn't. I think because he was doing Star Wars at the time, and he couldn't. He's not as quick as he used to be. And he didn't do. Um, he didn't do uh, the the one that the Coen Brothers wrote that Steven Spielberg directed. Oh, Bridge of Spies. Yeah. So the the combination of that, the timelessness that they made, everything I think it's I think is eight or nine out of ten. I love this movie. Um, Which is my it? favorite movies. Yeah, pick one. Nine. Give me a nine. Because it's just it's 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 the same feeling they have with the Rocketeer. Yeah. You know, it just takes me away. It's just they're you know, both very timeless. every every payoff. He just such a, he was a, he he knows how to capture our imaginations. See what Spielberg he knows what he's doing. So yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna obviously bring up the rear. I was afraid this would happen given our audience. I gave it a six out of ten, which <sighs> I think is kick him out of the chat, boys. For me, yeah. you must die. Bye. <laughs> I drop off now, just like Wesley did. <laughs> Uh, I don't have a whole lot to add. I, I think I'm probably have a similar opinion as, as Aaron and Wesley that gave it sevens. I, I don't think it's drastically different in terms of our perception of it. So I mean, are, are you it, saying it that a, it's not going to stick with you as it has us? Well, I mean, and I watched it a little bit later, maybe just the way that I've interacted with it is a little bit different. Yeah, but, give it time. Um, I mean, it's so much of the movie, like, like I said, I didn't rewatch this. Usually I'll rewatch even a, a movie I've seen before right in advance. But in this case, I I kind of scrolled through a couple scenes on Netflix and that was it. Oh, and bad form, Matthew. 
I, I mean, I still remembered uh, a whole lot of it though. And that's a testament to the movie. And I think the concept and then the various kind of plot points that they focused on, the structure of it, it's really good, but re what really makes it is the performances, which um, a lot of these movies may not hit exactly right. And I think the casting for this was so spot on that uh, they're able to pull off something um, that maybe other people didn't like as much, it sounds like. But I, when I watched this, I was surprised to see that it ha it was polarizing. Like, I couldn't believe that it would even, like, how could you have a, such a negative opinion about it? So Yeah, it, it, I don't understand it either. I, I really don't get that. Um, it's interesting to watch Christopher Robin and then watch this because I feel like Christopher Robin would have been way more effective if it had approached it like this. Hmm. I haven't in, seen in that like one. So kind I... of big theatrical way. Right, not so... Yeah, it seemed like it was garbage, so I, I avoided Christopher it. Christopher Robin? Yeah. It's okay, but it's not this. This is more rich. It was like Disney's version of Dr. Sleep. I, well, think, they, I, I also think it's funny that the guy who did Christopher Robin did Finding Neverland. <laughs> Hilarious. And that was okay. But I, I also think that today's day and age, I really do think, think this is strong that the importance, especially for a child and memories of music in a movie. And I think um, the way directors are now and the way movies are cookie cutters and everything's temp track, there are very few uh, wonderfully scored movies uh, and they are out there. But, um, and I think, you know, the way they just mass protect, there's no TLC, there's no, there's no craftsmanship anymore in movies. They don't well, bake the I bread would, like I would they used to. Say, I would say that in in tandem to that and almost maybe even more so is the fact that it isn't. I mean, other than Julia Roberts's Tinkerbell, which is almost a you kind of have to do it that way. It's all practical. Like these, like it looks like sets because it's it, they are There's no green screen. rooms. No, there like, is green screen. Some, but very minimal. Some. I mean, I, I saw the, the shots of the giant studio warehouses that they put all yeah. these things together and. I heard about hydraulics and all this stuff that, um, like the it, ship, yeah, yeah. You can you get the feel of it. Like this, yeah, they're, they're on wires. You're not standing in an empty room. They built uh, a system to make a red carpet come out of stairs. I well, mean, big it, stuff. It, yeah, exactly. Right. That's. I mean, like <laughs> the little things like that. An actual and, ship but design. We've, we've talked about this before, um, and I think this is a good movie to bring it up. That it's not. It's not that visual cgi it's not that those things are bad um i think the we and i didn't realize this going into it but i think for me personally i connect with the fidelity and the craftsmanship of, of a stage play like there's a it triggers your brain a little bit differently when you're when you're recognizing some of the um practicality of it or the the tangible aspects of it even if it's not exactly perfect yes matt you're you're correct uh computer graphics on their own are not evil i think they're just used irresponsibly 90 percent of the time well, it's, 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 it's because they want something quick and fast and they don't think about a scene and it's quick another and thing uh, to consider though is like in the marvel universe everything's green screen so that things can be changed in any way to satisfy like the producers at the last minute yeah. it's, it's despicable. too many hands in the pie man yeah, it's just like you need to be right something. Really Take a risk. Yeah, right. 
do you remember anything like cinematically, like in terms of like a well-designed sequence in a Marvel movie? Maybe a like couple. In, of... in the early movies, a maybe a couple. I think the Russo brothers do really well-designed <laughs> stuff. I don't know. I know the event, like the end game, like they're just all on the ground. It's like, I don't remember anything like amazing. Whereas Spider-Man 2, uh, the, the train sequence is it's amazing. It's so and easily the Dark Knight, remembered. Yeah, like little things like... I... Maybe we'll do a Marvel, do a Marvel movie next. But like seriously, do you think do you think Endgame is more like the, the battle sequence of Endgame? Do you remember a specific moment other than Captain America grabbing the hammer and, and everybody coming out? Do you remember a specific sequence that was like awesome? No. As much as I dislike it's, Marvel these days, I will still come to the defense of the original Iron Man movie. I like that movie. Yeah. That because it was, it was before they thought about it was the before the, the mass production machine had gotten right. started, you know. Here's what we'll do. We're going to take this off. We need to end the episode. Okay. So we're going to pick a movie for next week. Maybe it's Iron Man. Maybe it's Marvel. Maybe it's another suit. Maybe it's Spider-Man 2. I don't know. Spider-Man 2 uh, is awesome. It normally, is. at this point, we would do a new movie in our new kind of sequence, but those are all gone. So <laughs> did forever. Wendy, did, question. Did Wendy come out? What? Wendy. Wendy. There's a movie, the Peter Pan movie called Wendy that was supposed to come out in January. Uh, I haven't heard of it. Uh, I don't know. It's from the guy who did Beast of the Southern Wild. I haven't heard of that either. Oh, oh, oh! I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. <clears throat> no, it hasn't yet. It hasn't come out yet. Okay. No. Oh, Corona. Yeah, I saw that. Um, but yeah, no. So, hey, so if you're watching, listening to this, what we don't know what show we're going to do next week. Uh, you'll have to follow our social media and stuff. Uh, but I assume, if assuming that one of us has this recording, we'll be able to post this and keep doing it. <laughs> I've got so, it. Yeah. So, uh, Wesley, thank you for joining us for our inaugural all-virtual podcast. It's a little rough around the edges. little rough. I hope the pirate comes back. <laughs> it's just going to be the pirate. We'll replace yeah. that with just the pirate. To talk about, like, Shawshank Redemption. He's dead! He ceased to be! This is where <laughs> right here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Uh...